You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, although this time, welcome to the episode that's happening live at the 2018 Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. Woo! Amongst the nation right here the with us in the room. The nation is here in full effect in Texas, and it is hot. It is. It is a hot one. I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> for you guys coming from the north. It's... It's bitter in Texas right now. Well, straight from the inbox at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. This one just came in. It says, high five for bringing Pam's voice to the show. So, Thank high five. you. With great respect for you, Corey, Gina, and Shannon, I, I'm appreciative of Pam's being regular voice. An auth- not an author, blogger, speaker. Just the softness that may open my dear wife to share in listening to an episode. Yeah, isn't that sweet? I love that because, as always on Mondays, uh, my beloved wife joins me on the air and yeah, so, so I, I really appreciate that feedback because <laughs> not being the blogger author whatever uh, I want to add value here and so hopefully hopefully people see it that way I think they do and the nation would attest as much yes with all the head nods yes so so if you are also new to sexy marriage radio and want to wonder what the sexy marriage nation is is that we're talking about, uh, that's the people that have uh, listened to the show. That's all it takes to be a part of the nation. But you can also uh, join us. You can. There's the academy that's available. There's regular things you can call us at 214-702-9565. You can also send us an email at the aforementioned feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Right. And every single one of those emails that comes in are ones that we read, and they become future shows either that Pam and I will do or... They're an episode that we'll find a guest expert for the Thursday shows, and we'll uh, address some sort of topic in a greater detail. But this one comes from the inbox that uh, it's very, very lengthy. And so it says, hello, Sexy Marriage Radio family. And then from there, I'm going to start paraphrasing. Okay, good. This is a long one. Uh, they're in their 40s, been married 22 years, have two kids, and sex life is what he would consider above average. He's the higher desire. She's the lower. And so... They struck a compromise to where Tuesdays and Friday nights, each partner would have a chance to veto a night once a month. So Tuesday, Friday nights, you know what's going to be happening on, but I get one veto a month. Okay, that works. I mean, they're being creative. I like it. Trying to make something work for them. I like it. And that worked for a little while, but then, as things tend to happen, they fell out of the routine. Okay. And so all of a sudden now, it got even more in between where it wasn't happening as often as he wanted. And so he gets the idea that he would get the green light for sexy time all throughout the night. This is his frustration, okay? The night or, like, throughout well, the day as well? Yes. Okay. Okay. So flirty banter, kisses, etc. Then at the last minute, she loses her energy. Okay, how many ladies in the room have that? <laughs> like, I'm raising my hand right now because that happens all the time. Commute home from work. We'll kill it. <laughs> Exactly. My commute home from work. Yeah, okay, move on. Okay. Um, but it's interesting because his, his frustration is um, how it, it, it throws the dynamic off because she has all the power. Everything's going well. 
She's responding, maybe even initiating, and then something happens and it's derailed. Well, the end of the email, I, uh, yes. Okay, well, let me just read okay. it then. Let okay. me just read it. So keep I under- going because we got to throw I that understand her body can shut down, and I want to be a loving, compassionate partner. But when all indication is yes all evening, and then it turns into a sudden no, I feel like I don't have any input over whether or not we have sex. That I'm merely at her disposal, and she dispenses the sexy time as she sees fit. She's in 100% control of when we have intimate relations, and that does not seem fair to me. So how can we increase touch and connection? Right. So the the comment at the end from the spouse's point of view is saying, well, that just doesn't seem fair to me. I'm just thinking of being in third grade when one kid did something wrong and nobody in the class got to go to recess. Okay, that's, that wasn't fair. That was a bummer. But we're in a marriage relationship here. And if you he, don't make it to where I can go to recess. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's playtime for him, right? It is. So the perspective here to me is is kind of what's off yeah if he's listened to the show for a while um we talk about high desire low desire and yeah really kind of that low desire person you've said a number of times kind of controls the frequency it's a fact of a system that there's a higher desire and a lower desire that one of you will want something more than the other and when it comes to sex the lower desire controls the issue by default yeah Because they are the ones that accepts or rejects any kind of initiation. And then you add to it the complexity of the lower desire could maybe be possibly interested, but then not, yet they still control it. Yeah. And I want to address that it does not seem fair to me. Fair has nothing to do with marriage. No. As as my mom once said, the fair comes once a year and it sucks too. (laughs) Yeah. So we got to get fair out of our vocabulary because life is not fair, particularly marriage. Yeah. Because I believe, and what we're talking about here at the getaway, is that there's something else going on here. That that unfairness is actually a process. It's doing something for us to challenge our system and challenge who we are in it. Yes. Okay, but I'm gonna. I'm still going back to. They were doing something that seemed to be working, and it, he starts off the email saying, mm-hmm. "You know what? I think we have an above average sex life. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good. We had this Tuesday Friday thing, and that was going kind of kind of fun. And why not get back into that? Why not try why something not again? Yep. Implement if that was working for you. If it worked before, why not try it again? It does not resolve this issue of yes, she could derail it. So could he. My, my read on the, some of the wording within the email, and he says he's an over-communicator. Um, my read on some of the wording on the email is that maybe sometimes it's not something worth wanting. Okay. It, it, it sounds kind of needy. Okay, and that's... From my wife perspective... The wife radar. And so maybe... (laughs) Okay. Maybe that's what kind of kills the mood later on. Now you're meddling, babe. Okay. No, I get you. This is just from reading some of the... No, well, and it's been being married to me for 25 years. Well, there's that. There's neediness in there, I know. Um, 
So that, that is an interesting thing to at least land on for a second, because the whole concept of a lot of times higher desires, I think we can get caught up in because I want something so badly, I come at it in a, from a needy fashion. I don't invite it. I require it. Yeah. And that typically is pushed away. I mean, I have this um, with our children that if I come home after a rough day and one of them is in a bad mood or off kilter and they're needy, the part of, there's a part of me that initially, even though it's my child, there's a part of me that's like, get away from me. I don't uh, want, I don't want to deal with needy. Yeah. I don't need the cling. Right. I don't want lychee mm-hmm. on me right now. Yeah. And, but then if I come home and one of them says, Hey dad, do you want to do this? And it's a want and they want me. Yeah, that's inviting. Right. Because a lot of us, I think if you talk, if you look at human nature, a lot of us, we want to be wanted. Yes. I mean, every single person in here is nodding their head. Those of you that didn't make it to the getaway, not along with us as you're driving, but don't nod too hard that you go off the road. Safety first. But it's one of those, we want to be wanted, but what we settle for a lot of times, if we're honest, is being needed. Mm, But there's, and that's the struggle because then when I'm needed, there's a part of me that pushes that away and I'm not even realizing. And so what you're picking up on from this email could be, Maybe that's what's happening with wife is, yeah, she's into it because initially it comes across as I wanted. But then as the fuel gets going and the fire starts raging a little more, it turns into gimme, 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 gimme. And she's like, no, no, not, not, not going to do that. Yeah. That's not enticing. That's not sexy. Okay. Uh, And that could sure be a mood killer. Well, that among just life (laughs) that gets in the way. Cause if, when you initially, when we initially read this, your reaction was, that's me. Uh, the wife? Times, that's the wife. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll be interested and engaged. And then dinner happened. Or we just <laughs> waited too late to go to bed and I'm whipped. <laughs> you know, you, you get that way and it's just, okay, now I'm just tired. Okay. If we'd have done this at 7 o'clock, that would have been great. But um, we had other things going at 7 o'clock. Can we come up with a code on 7 o'clock? For- <laughs> okay. Um, but it is, he also adds in here, um, how do we also maybe move beyond just penal vaginal intercourse? Because sometimes intercourse might be what gets derailed, but there could be other possibilities. Because that's one of his last questions is, what are the best options to, for intimate touch that don't involve intercourse? Well, there's that, the scenario he's bringing on, I don't hear that being necessarily the solution. It's the mind not being in the game. If I come up and I'm not in the mood, then I don't, I'm, whether it's penal vaginal or something else, my mind still has to be in the game to enjoy it. Okay. So obviously, yes, there's other options, but I see this being not necessarily that's the solution for what he's wanting. And that that could be because what he's trying to do then is he's trying to come up with a sophisticated around about for the the gridlock, which we can't always solve the dilemma is what you're just saying. Yeah. There might be alternatives to come at it because it could be, hey, I'm interested in this and I thought we were on board for this, but now it changed. Are you willing to do and be involved with anything else? And maybe just being that forthcoming might change the dynamic. That brings a stronger man come into my bed. Okay. And, but that also might then go, okay, I can, I'm not willing for this, but I'm interested in participating to this degree. And, and maybe she is, maybe so, maybe she is. And that's, 
worth and I, throwing out there. And I think that is one of those things we test it out and we see and, and we see what works because we don't always know what's going to work or what's not. Right. And I think that's True. where how often do we get caught up in in marriage? And I'm looking for audience uh, confirmation here. How often do we get caught up in? I have a plan. And if that plan doesn't looks like it's precarious, I may tend to overreact. Yes. OK, I see some mm-hmm. hands going up. OK, lots of heads nodding. Yeah. I mean, we tend to do that as people because. If I have a known, which is what his, the crux of what he's saying is, I have a known plan and she's digging it. And now all of a sudden, all bets are off and it changed. So what am I left to do? That's his struggle. And he doesn't react well. That's where the toddler comes out with, that's not fair. <laughs> which that, I would imagine, would never turn a woman on. No, just using the word toddler is when we're talking about <laughs> a toddler the sexual shouldn't turn a woman on either. I mean, Correct. that just kibosh right there. <laughs> because that's another clingy, gimme, 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 <laughs> and I'll just take my toys and leave if you can't play with me. Right. <laughs> okay, but one of the scenarios could be: I thought we had something going. You're not interested. I'm still going to go play with my toys, though. Do you want to come be a part of that? Well, you can always throw that option out there. That adds some adventure. That adds that adds more grown upness. That's that's a not worrying about whether it's fair or not. It's I'm just going to go ahead and take care of some business because this is where I am and this is what I want because to do. I'm fuels, not worried about what yeah. you're going to do. The pump's already been primed, so I'm going to continue down that path. Yeah, that's that's a lot more. That's a whole different stance that you're taking. Okay, I agree. And, but, I, but it is one of the things, just to be clear, with, with this email, uh, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com is where it came in, by the way, yep. in case you missed it, yep. um, that this is one of those things that this is a gridlock issue that we cannot necessarily find easy solutions around. This is about finding a solution through, which typically means I have to grow up and handle my side of this equation more not expect my partner to handle theirs as well as they do or don't. It's about me. It's about how do I change? Is there neediness going on? Is there uh, toddlerness going on? Is there something? And, and then maybe even how do I challenge my wife to say, you know what? This is the scenario. Um, I'm curious. What, here's what I see as your role. What do you think? Uh, here's what I see that happens. What do you think? What would make it to where we might could agree better maybe we go back to the tuesday friday maybe we go back to the cues of hey my fuel's going right now so if we're going to make this happen we need to do it quickly right and maybe that's his question about the other options is him trying to change it up a little bit so that maybe that entices her to come in it's not just the same routine where they well Okay. I don't have to explain routines. We know what routines are. We all have the same <laughs> exactly. sexual okay. routine. All right. So then we also have an email that's come in from the other extreme. Or right. This is from, well, this is from the female perspective. Go. Right. Yeah. And paraphrase she, that one. And so she, um, they've been married for two years. She said that um, she doesn't feel like she's got sexual energy to give her husband. She thinks that some of that came from a relationship that she had before, um, that would that revolved around sex and now she's in 
this relationship with her husband and feels like that has affected it. But she also thinks that there's some medical issues going on there, potentially okay. endometriosis. Which will be a libido killer. Right. Yes. Exactly. So so that's a real issue, but they've got, um, so she feels like there's health issues, but they've also got some money issues where they can't, don't feel like they can afford to go in there and help with those health issues right now. Okay. All right. So that's right. so a that, lot of factors at play. A lot of factors at play. Which um, I'm going to applaud real quick because she's exploring them to get a better understanding of them. Right. Not just taking, oh, well, this is just what it is. I guess I'm going to deal with it forever. Right. Right. And, and she would like to have more sexual interaction, but she just doesn't feel like she's ever in the mood. Okay. But then she's got this other alternative. She says, I go to the bedroom to see if I can get in the mood. Uh, most of the time I can't, but times I do, he's in the living room ignoring me. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you're wanting to try and get her in the mood and potentially there's a health problem here, oh, at what point do you step in and say, I got a, I got a man up. I use the man up word a, a phrase a lot, but come on, that's what we want, right? Um, and he wants to start using toys and such. Well, if she's having a heart, and, and, and it's not... Uh, I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't Here know. is the real voice coming in to play. <laughs> I, yes. I don't. I don't know what a ball gag does, and I don't know what a riding crop does. That's me. I'm. I'll. I'll share my ignorance, but that's. Um, that's usually with the BDSM side of things. It's not. Okay. It's more of the uh, sadistic, masochistic side of the toys. Yeah. So you're exploring a darker side of things with these a lot of times, but not right. always the case. There's not. Okay. The, not that they're unwholesome. They're depicted as unwholesome in most movies that you see. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, we, we talk about that within a marriage relationship. If you're both comfortable with something and yep. it's not demeaning to But what she's other. saying is she's not comfortable with well, this. Well, she's not currently comfortable with it and he keeps pushing it. Which is interesting because what he's wanting is something that she's already uncomfortable with, but he's just increasing the discomfort. Yeah, so it's like twofold here. I've already yep. got the health issues and you're trying to push me beyond. You talk about a recipe for disasters at times. Uh, that's what it seems like. Yep. So, um, you know, she's she's trying to ex- to figure out what she can do from her end, mm-hmm. and how from her side can she try and help the husband come around? Right, because she's the one that's emailed us. Right, she's the one. She's that's the one the that's emailed. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's the the couple of things that come to my mind right off the bat is first and foremost. Um, uh, applaud and proud for she's doing what she can already, at least to ask the questions, email a show, yeah. realize I've got some uh, medical things going on. One moment, because my wife has something else she's I, trying I to I want to throw in her Go. actual question here at the very end. Go. She says, any way to help me get past my past and ways to get aroused would be great. So her... She's okay. leaning more on the past, which we don't know much about in here. No, we it don't. just says there was a sexual relationship in the okay, past. Well, so we don't really know about that. As scary and as counterintuitive as this may seem, a lot of times, especially if you have somebody that's a professional walking alongside you with this in some counseling, and if husband will join even better, you're going to get faster results. Um, but as counterintuitive as this may seem, a lot of times our path to healing is going back through what caused the pain. Meaning, if sex caused the pain, sex can cause the healing. 
Okay. And it's just a rewiring and a re-meaning of the experience. But that means I have to have a husband that's engaged and understands that because a lot of times that's going to confront his insecurities or frustrations or uncertainties. Yeah, so she's got to have the solid other half, not the other half ignoring her in the living room. Yes, which sounds to me like um, it's that whole, that's just a more sophisticated toddler stance. If I don't get what I want, I just won't even go near it. Okay, so from at this point, she's got to do her own move then to kind of change that system and see see what how he right, reacts. Right, this would be a conversation with him, probably not in the midst of something, right? This is where we're big recommenders of go to lunch together because you get a chance to have a little bit more of a, a finite time because you each got to get back to work, and so this can be a good time to take care of some of these things. And it's in public, it so it doesn't blow up. It won't go on forever up. and do it in public so that there keeps a lid on things. But it's that idea of how do you start to see and, and be, be able to bring up, hey, um, here's what I'm re- noticing in my path. Here's what I'm noticing the struggle. You've known this about me, where you kind of just lay the groundwork of here's where I am. Here's what we've faced. Here's where I am. I've got this medical stuff, which we've talked about financially speaking right now. We can't necessarily address, but we know it's there. So we can put that on the agenda of when could we. But then there's this other side of it of I know you want this. I know you're interested in this. But I've also noticed that when you don't get it, you don't react real well. And that's not inviting to me. That actually hurts you. So here's a good Jerry Maguire uh-huh. segue. Help me help you. Help you. <laughs> by, by helping understand our dynamic better. And then let me add in the caveat. I understand you like using toys, but going to that degree, I'm not comfortable. I might be more interested in some of the more subtle toys or some of the ones that really do enhance my pleasure. But some of these don't seem like they're really for me. They're for you, and I'm not interested. So it's really laying the groundwork, and maybe it's just saying, I'm not interested now. Exactly. Well, that's a better phrase, yes. Right, because I need to get over these hurdles of the other things. Yep. And who's to say we all change over time? We all have a new perspective of, as life changes us. Mm-hmm. So who's Absolutely. to say we that's do. not something that is enjoyable to, to her down the road? But. I'm seeing it as you were talking there, if, as you're sitting at lunch, I'm seeing her potentially having a solution for here's one evening I would like to have that might help me get in the mood. And if she's got an idea of one evening, take that one evening okay. at a time okay. and try and take it one evening, one week at a time to okay. see if he can if they can have one positive experience that might turn into a second positive experience. Yeah. And that's, I like that because small victories and momentums can make a huge shift to a system. Yeah. Because then I've at least done something to interject different into my status quo. And a lot of times that will throw things off. And if that kind of a move could be enough pressure for him to realize okay, sitting here ignoring you is not making you excited about sex. Maybe I need to be more engaged with some other things and figure out how do I come back into this better, confront, invite, inspire, Yeah. draw this in. So if they go have this lunch together that we're 
hypothetically talking about. Um, you gotta you gotta shoot straight. You know, I made the comment about um, saying here's an evening that I want is a good um, point that maybe she doesn't really know what she wants. Uh, that but he can't make that up for her. Um, she's just gotta shoot straight with in and you gotta do it in a loving manner. You can't do it in an accusatory manner. This isn't this isn't enticing me any more any more by you ignoring me when right. I come out. So there's right. got to be some sort of shift in how she addresses with him the ignoring piece cuz that's not going to benefit him at all in the long run. So at some point we all grow up slowly over time. And so it's got to be something that's talked about. They've, they've been married two years. They're early on in the marriage. Yes. I don't know how old they are. but I don't either. Um, but, it, but it's something it, it, that one of them making the change, because what was mentioned during, from the audience during part of this was um, they may not be able to handle this kind of conversation yet, which, yet. Is, which is true. And yet is the operative word. Because when one of them actually takes that risk, to lead it to a deeper level of standing up and being solid. The other has to come along with it or he'll try to keep it back to what it was or their relationship is going to not last. That is the reality of a system. We cannot avoid that fact. So we have to see it as when we're dealing with this, with with a system and the way it goes, I have to handle mine better, my side of this equation, which means maybe I don't know what I like. Right. Or what I really want, because she's talked about a bunch of different things. But the paradox of that is true. I know what I don't like. Well, now I'm further down the road of understanding what I do like if I'll start to look at it that way. Yeah, there's no bad path to this. It's just take a path, take a step, lean into this and have the conversation and really disrupt some things. I tell my uh, the guys that I do in the mastermind group, one of the things that's a, a trend among a lot of us husbands is a fear of rocking the boat, especially when things are going well, Mm, right? If, if, if the relationship's okay, I really don't want to speak up and make her mad or throw things off or say something. So I'm just not going to. And so my philosophy and thought coming back to that is, um, there's going to be rocking in the boat. Let's just make sure it's worth it. Right. And so if there's something that I can do that stands up, that says, Look, this is important to me. This is something that's going on. And this is what's happening in our system. And this goes back to the first email, too. He could say the same thing to her. Hey, look, this is the dynamic. This is what used to work. This is what's not working. All I'm doing is talking about the dynamic. I'm not necessarily saying a solution yet. I'm just talking about the dynamic. Because what's interesting, and tell me if I'm wrong, audience of the Sexy Marriage Nation, what's interesting is... If I will produce and and name what's going on between us, I most likely will create a solution for it in time. Whether I have one something right then or not, but if I'll name it, I change it. Mm. That's the the scenario of... The elephant in the room. Exactly. You come home, it's been a bad day, there's tension in the house, and nobody's acknowledging that tension, and one of us just goes, wow, have you had a bad day? Yes, I have. All that of a sudden, it just it, there's it a little that clarity. Barrier down. Right. It doesn't make the elephant go away, but it makes him smaller. Much smaller, yeah. Right. And so there's something about these two emails that I hope they hear very clearly. 
my role in going forward in this is naming my role in this. My process, my components, how I contribute to it, how I'm skirting it, how whatever. So if I will name that, it's not about how my partner does or doesn't respond. That's secondary. Okay. Instead, it's I'm going to shift the system by calling out what I see. And then I know I just pressured myself to have to find, help find a solution to it. Because it's real easy. Couldn't we as the other side, let's take the other side of the equations on both of these. Couldn't we come at it and also take our ball and leave? If, hey, I said something and you didn't do anything. Well, that's the same thing your, your husband or wife is doing that's making you mad right now. Certainly. So instead, you got to look at it as my job is handle my side and know full well when I stand up for my side, I'm calling myself out to do more too. That's the grown-up way to look at it. I sure hope so. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, Thank you guys in the audience for being here. If we left something undone, let us know. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us.